Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast, and it's been great. I've uh, gotten away from Dallas for a while. I'm up in Colorado, kind of hibernating myself so I can actually finish my book, which I have. I finally finished it. I finished all the edits. Um, I'm just putting some of the free resources together, but it will be coming out soon, hopefully sometime this summer. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, we also have a great event coming up this next month. Um, it's on shockwave. We have new treatment that we just purchased and quite honestly, it's been amazing. We've loved the results. And one of the things that we'll be talking about in this podcast is, um, we'll be talking about some, some common mistakes that happen with knee treatments. And one of them is, um, people feel like they have arthritis and there can be some muscle tightness, um, and degenerative tissues and scarring and those kind of things that happen around the knee joint. And this shockwave machine is something that helps like put life back to it. It basically starts the healing process again to where you can get those muscles to activate. So it's It's amazing. And this, we're going to do a talk all about shockwave, what it is, how it can help you different conditions that it helps showing you what the tissues look like and giving you some, some basic patient testimonials that are amazing. So you'll definitely want to make sure that you sign up for that. We'll put links of that below in the comment section, as well as, um, other, amazing resources. So this talk that we're going to be doing today is on the four mistakes that happen um, with uh, knee treatments and things that people don't always look at that might keep you in pain. This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about four reasons why your knee pain won't go away. Knee pain is something that is very common and can be debilitating. It can stop people from being active, wanting to take vacations, um, they have fear that they can't play sports with their kids. Um, there's a lot of reasons why um, knee pain is debilitating. So we're going to talk about four reasons why your knee pain won't go away. And hopefully this will help you in understanding maybe something that you might be doing wrong or might not be looking at that could be creating some of your knee pain. So overview, we're going to give you a little bit of a knee, knee pain structure overview, kind of what it looks like, the four common mistakes that are missed in treating the knee. Um, research on common surgeries and like, what does it say? Cause some of it's not great. Um, and, and there's definitely a way, um, on how you can avoid surgery. We see it all the time in our office. So we'll talk about what that looks like as well. So the knee structure, if we look at it, you know, we have ligaments that go on the outside of the knee, um, through here you have on the inside, you'll have, um, what they call an ACL and a PCL anterior cruciate ligament and the posterior cruciate ligament. You know, those are different things. We're not gonna really be talking about those. So if you do have injuries to those, which is usually when you are younger, um, you will definitely have more issues with that, but we're going to be talking about more of the things where I'm not sure what I did. I just started hurting one day and my pain started happening. And so there's also things like, you know, we have our, our muscles all attached down into the knee and the kneecap. We have our patella tendon here. We have, um, our cushion, which they call the meniscus is in the center here. 
And then there's also these things what we call fat pads. And we're going to talk about what those are a little bit later, because they can also give people problems that mimic something that might need surgery. And, and you don't have to have surgery. We usually um, will know within one to two visits if that's the case. So that's kind of what the knee um, looks like for the most part. So four common mistakes missed with um, knee pain treatment. So the first one is you've got to look at mobility before stability. I preach this all the time because if you don't actually move, if the joint can't fully move through the motion, then you're not going to be able to recruit the muscles correctly. And that's a problem. So you need to also check the joints above and below the knee because those also can be issues um, with, with, um, creating pain in your knee. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. And again, that it could be a hip problem or it could be a back problem. No one checks that everyone goes to the side of the pain and go, okay, let's just look at the knee, but they don't ever address the back or the hip as well as looking the back and the hip as far as mobility, because those can create pr problems in the knee. Hip weakness not being addressed. Hip weakness is a big one too. So once when all the mobility is checked and everything is moving well, you've got to look at the compensation patterns, what happens um, to um, the knee. And hips, hip weakness has a lot, a lot of, of uh, problems that create in that knee. And then the tissue can get st stuck around the knee. So this is one that like, as we get older, it feels like, oh, my knee's arthritic, but it may just be that your tissues have kind of scarred down and have kind of gotten stuck. And when that happens, every time you try to move, when you hit that part that's stuck, you're going to have pain because there's scarring and, and maybe some adhesions and um, calcifications that have happened because that can happen as we kind of get older. And there's ways that we can help with improving that, that, that takes the pressure off the knee. Because again, if you have a lot of tissues that are stuck, that are attached into that knee, your knee's going to feel it. You're going to feel it in, in that knee. That's going to feel like, oh gosh, I think I have some arthritis or this is just not getting better that it really may not be. It just may be that the tissues are stuck. So mobility before stability, let's talk more about that. Again, if you cannot move through the full range of motion, you will not be able to activate the muscles correctly. So if you can't get that full knee into full extension, it may look like it's full extension, but if you test one side and then you test the other, it'll be like, it's blocked. Like, like, wow, this doesn't have a spring to the end of the joint. And usually what will happen is you won't have full flexion. You won't have full extension. And a lot of times people, doctors will be like, oh, that's just kind of what happens as you get older. Or they'll say, oh, it's a meniscal tear that's limiting the motion, which it can. It told that's one of the things that can actually limit motion. But as we get older, that's usually not the case. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the surgery piece of what the research is showing. And so <clears throat> what happens is you can literally, um, there's things that you can do that, um, can like mobilize the knee that all of a sudden your extension improves and your flexion improves. And we teach people what they can do. Usually it's extension. Why do we go into extension? Because guess what? Our knees are always bent. We never fully extend them. We're taught not to fully extend them and lock the knees out, which is true. You don't want to just kind of hang out there, but because we don't ever fully extend them and we're always keeping the knees bent, um, this can create problems. Those fat pads that I was talking about in the front of the knee, sometimes they, if we're always in flexion, where our knee is bent, they can get stuck in the knee. And when that happens, it can lock up the knee and all you do is mobilize it. This can mi mimic 
a meniscal tear. We see this all the time. So as you get into your forties, fifties, sixties, if they're saying that you have a meniscal tear mm, and you're not really sure what you did now, I'm not saying it's not possible, but nine times out of 10, when people come in here into our office, we find that it's this, this is the problem. The knee mobility is not moving and it will mimic a meniscal tear in the sense that you get up from standing, you feel super stiff, that your knee feels like it wants to give away. It has given away, but as you start moving, it starts feeling a little bit better. These are common things with what we call knee derangements, where those fat pads kind of get stuck in that knee. So again, you've got to look at the mobility. You've got to feel what those overpressure looks like. Otherwise you're going to be missing part of what could be potentially wrong with your knee. So again, you can't just look at the knee. You've got to look at the back and the hip. These are two really common areas that we find give people knee problems as well, but no one looks at that. So if no one's looking at that and they're only looking at your knee, you're probably going to be going down a very frustrating path, um, a path where doctors are like, you need to have surgery or a path that, where doctors say, oh, it's arthritis and you just have to live with it. It's just kind of what happens as we get older. It's not always true. You've got to get to the source of the problem. And that's what we do. So if you look at like knee problems, you have to look at the back and the hip, asking questions, ruling it out, ruling it. in. I always do a screen above and below the knee joint, just to make sure that we're not missing anything. And to kind of give me the whole big picture of what's going on, because there's so many, even though the knee just bends and flex and there's muscles that go around it, it's still complicated in the sense that you've got to figure out what part is not working. Um, and when we aren't sure what happens, it's just the accumulation of us continuing to do what we've been doing because we've been able to kind of manage those aches and pains until we can't, that you've got to undo all that. You've got to figure out what you're doing that created some of that. We've got to get to the source of what's going on. So again, you must check your mobility above and below the knee. We had a client that had knee, knee issues and literally had been doing therapy somewhere else for a long time, probably two, three months. And was like, I just am not getting better. I have a hard time squatting. I don't have full range of motion of my knee. And I'm like, interesting. And I was like asking more questions. You know, do you have issues in your back? Do you have issues in your hips? She goes, actually, I have been, I've had these issues. I go, well, how long has the hip issue been going on? About the same issue as, as the knee. I'm like, interesting. So we checked it. She had did not have mobility in her hip. So we did some, what we call extension mobility, similar to what this picture is and showed her how to kind of mobilize the hip. When we did that and she, and we checked her squatting ability and her knee range of motion, it, it improved like literally that, that treatment, she was like 90% better. They missed it. They didn't check it. And this is what I'm talking about. So you've got to make sure that you check that piece as well. So what does the research say about knee surgeries? This is, it's interesting. So like, you know, definitely there's a place for, for a knee scope. What does that mean? It means when they come in and they kind of, you know, snip away the meniscal tear, or if they say they want to do a cleanup, that word, I would stay away from If They say they want to do a cleanup on the knee, and this is going to be very conservative to help help you, you know, not have a total knee replacement for a while. I would not do it. <laughs> there's usually something else that's going on. So, um, and when you look at the research, um, as we, when we get older and doing these scopes, they basically did research where they did a knee scope on a group of people cleaned out their knee. And then they did a knee scope where they looked like they did a knee scope, but all they did was poke holes in their knee. They didn't do anything. The people that actually had the poking of the holes in the knee and did not even touch their knee did better after the surgery than the people that actually had the surgery. So the more you mess with your knee, the more you're going to have problems. And, and 
I would definitely reach out to someone that understands the need, like a physical therapist that, that specializes in this to help you navigate this to see if you even need surgery. A, it's going to save you a lot of time and heartache. It's going to get you back to feeling better faster. And it's probably going to save you some money, um, because knee scopes aren't cheap. Um, and then now let's talk about total knee replacement. So this is another interesting research. So there was research done, and this was like five, six years ago. Um, might've been a little bit longer cause my gosh, time flies, <laughs> but, um, they basically took people that were in line to have a total knee replacement and they basically put them through a physical therapy evaluation. Now the th physical therapists were McKinsey trained, very similar to my training. I have my diploma in this. Um, it's an extra, um, diploma that takes gosh, another five, six years to get, but, um, they basically put them through that evaluation and they put them into different categories. It put them into a category where oh, they didn't have full range of motion of their knee. Let's go and mobilize their knee and teach them what they need to do. Similar to what I was talking about in the last slide. And then if they didn't have that, we'll just put them into general exercise. Now, 40% of the people that were in this study that were in line to have a total knee replacement, no longer needed it. After a couple of weeks, they were fully functional because the, what I was talking about where the knee mobilization, they just needed to get the range of motion back and you can get that back fairly quickly. Um, usually you'll know, and one to three visits, if it's going to work or not, um, when you get to someone that understands what they're, what they're doing. And so that is something that, I mean, 40%, like that's a massive surgery. That's something that you don't want to have if you don't have to have it. And if you can get to someone that can help you navigate that, that's amazing. They also found in this study that as we got older, that it was more knee flexion that they needed versus knee extension, which I thought was interesting as well. So you can mobilize the knee in different ways. You can have, you can be mobilized into extension. It can be mobilized into flexion. You can add a little bit of rotation, especially at the end of extension, because that's how you get that knee joint to that very end range is adding that little bit of extension, which you need sometimes. And so there's a lot, there's a lot of different ways and motions to kind of play with it, which is why I say it can take one to three visits to really, truly figure it out. Um, but the cool thing is, is that you'll know pretty quickly if you get to someone that understands what they're, what's going on. So how can you avoid surgery? Like that's what we do in our office. We want people to avoid surgery, avoid injections, avoid medications, and it is possible. And I would say the best thing to do is find a physical therapist who specializes in the knee. Um, that is number one, you will get faster results. So like in our office, we literally have clients that come to us before going to see an orthopedic surgeon to get our opinion. Let's face it. 10 minutes when you're not really sure what you did to, to begin with is not going to be enough to figure out what's going on versus spending an hour with us to go in and like take a history and get an understanding of what's going on and what are the problems that you're not able to do? Like, what can you not do that you want to get back to doing and really understanding that, like, how does it respond to different situations? So we can get an idea and see the common patterns to really figure out and hone in on where do we need to look for our evaluation? And that can't, that's not a 10 minute conversation. That's an hour conversation or longer. So that's where we have a lot of clients that come into our office to really help us do that. Now, if this is something that you want to do, we also have a couple spots a week where we call these discovery visits where you can come in and talk to us for free. 
and sit down, have a conversation, have us learn, understand like what you have tried, what's working, what's not working, um, and give us an understanding of kind of what's going on. So we can help you navigate that better and understand like, yes, these are the things that people are missing. And these are the things that we need to look at. And we have that for people that live in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Just, um, just reach out to us. Um, and you'll notice that on the next slide. So more resources again, check out our free resources on empower-pt.com. You can also sign up for that discovery visit there um, that I talked about. Subscribe to this channel because we provide a lot of education. We're about to dump even more information education for you guys because honestly, knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have, the more power you have in making a better decision for you. And that's our goal. Go to our latest blogs. We do blogs uh, like at least a couple a month where there's a lot of education there and we split it up into different body parts um, so that you can go directly to what body part you want to learn about. And then our latest podcast, we have a podcast that we do um, so a monthly. So we're on Apple and um, SoundCloud. So definitely subscribe to those and you'll get our latest information. Again, um, if you want to work with us, there are some links that you can get um, in the bottom of the, of the comment section, as well as going to empower-pt.com. Hello, my name is Victoria. I'm a client care specialist. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you're looking for more information to figure out how to fix your knee pain, click on the link below for our knee pain ebook. And if you'd like to talk to one of our specialists, click on the link below for a free discovery visit. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, 